Hey, 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 be easy listeners. This is your host, Chanel. It is early afternoon. Well, early afternoon? Would that be considered? Okay, yeah. I'm just going to stick with early afternoon. Nonetheless, it is Friday. We made it through the week. Now we can go to happy hour, party time, do whatever it is we want to do on this Friday into Saturday. Now, remember, the weekend is going to go by fast, so make sure you get your rest, you get some me time, get your head, nails, toes done, whatever it is that consists of your me time, make sure that you make it happen. If you're working on anything for your business, make sure that you carve out that time to get all of that stuff done. And if you just want to spend some time with your family, call them up set some dates some times whatever so y'all can connect and have a good time this weekend don't leave out the kiddos because you know they want some me time too with the moms or dad you know or family time so make sure you connect with them see how their day was what they want to do this weekend y'all go out you know go do a little shopping catch a movie anything that's you know gonna be fun and entertaining for everybody So, you know, I think I told y'all, I'm not going to say you know, but I believe I told you all that I started this new venture. So now what I would normally do in the mornings, I've been kind of pushed to the afternoon, which what I'm going to try to do is start having a few of them re-recorded or pre-recorded, should I say, for you all. So that way you can still get your morning motivation on. You can still get ready for your flashback Friday, new content on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, all that good stuff. So check this out. The last podcast that I did, right, I was livid in my feelings, pissed off, blood boiling because of something that transpired. And I told you all that at that moment, my life would forever change, which it has, because now I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm paying attention in a different type of way to the cops, to people around me, my car, making sure that I have all my stuff like visible, like my driver's license, insurance card, all that stuff. I didn't went home, laminated my insurance card so that if it was any issues, like I make sure that I have my insurance card and a copy of my driver's license in my dashboard. So that way is no issues. And if they ask to see my hard copy, while it will already be, you know, connected to my keys that's on the ignition. So I don't have to make no sudden movements or anything like that. It's unfortunate that as a female and as an African-American female that I even have to move like that. And I can't just live. I can't just be me. Now, I get it. You know, we aside from race that we've had some people out there to really you know do things to hurt people just all of a sudden you know they reach over for their um quote-unquote license and registration or insurance company a copy of their insurance out of their glove box and next thing you know cops getting shot so i get it they also have to be precautious but just how our situation went down was just not sweet at all on Tuesday it was just a whole nother ball game um and now that I'm not in my feelings and in my emotions you know I've had the time to think back and think about some things that were funny in the situation while it was all happening so the girl D she had a crown royal bag 
in her glove box. So when she popped open a glove box, she was like, oh shit, here we go. Got the crown royal bag. This is about to get real. And I was like, well, what's in the crown royal bag? And my girl had sex toys in the crown royal bag. So I really wasn't necessarily tripping about what was in the bag, you know, just whether or not it was, you know, going to be, they, they peg us to be suspect or whatever because of the crown royal bag. I chucked that up, but I laughed about it because I was like, imagine them going to dig in that crown royal bag thinking they about to find something and this is what they find, sex toys. <laughs> like, I was dying laughing. Like, that was after the situation was over, though, that I was laughing about it. Like, not doing, during the situation. It was after. And then she realized while he, the cops, was searching through her book bag and stuff that, um she has some money in her book bag now mind you her daughter is in girl scouts cub scouts um mixed martial arts like her daughter is in a multitude of things so she's always selling stuff for her daughter and that kind of thing and the money was from you know people purchasing girl scout cookies so as she gets it she takes it well collects the money and turns it in right well um she had all that and then I know I mentioned in a previous podcast that they had found this medication that belonged to somebody else, which was a diet pill. Um, But according to the cops, it's some type of drug that she didn't need to have. So between the Crown Royal bag, before they even looked in it, finding this medicine and having money in her book bag, she was like, man, they definitely going to think we up to something with that. And it's crazy because they really didn't, they didn't say anything about the money. I'm pretty sure they did wasn't going to say anything about what was in the Crown Royal bag after they realized what it was when they started searching the car. But it just kind of threw me for a loop that they just didn't say anything about the money and then you go with the drugs too. So I was cracking up. I was like, that was so crazy how that whole situation went down. All of the, excuse me, all of these little key things that popped off that, you know, they didn't, Papa for they didn't expose her for like none of it it was just all together just bananas but it did it definitely um opened my eyes you know to be more aware of what's happening around me how I'm you know operating in my vehicle you know when my husband drives the car how he's operating in the vehicle you know when we have the kids the whole nine yards like it really just changed my whole perspective and my whole game of how to do different stuff um the other thing was that i um was listening to steve harvey and i, I he said that anything that has ever happened in my life is to teach me a lesson or for the betterment of me and it definitely taught me a lesson like i said and I really feel like it made me grow up just a little bit more. You know, I definitely am a person about fighting for injustices. Um, and it definitely is going to push me to or it has pushed me to a different way of um, standing up for people and making sure that I am there signing petitions and 
that I am doing all the things that I can do, that I am a voice for those who feel like they can't speak for themselves and, you know, out there for the marches and things of that nature when they arise and, you know, just being a part of my community more instead of just watching it on Facebook and the news and, you know, catching different things on Twitter and be, and fussing in my house about it because, you know, that's definitely not solving anything at all. So it definitely has pushed me to better myself, to better uh, help my community and things of that nature. So that leads me into Flashback Friday. Like I kind of had to bring Thursday into today to recap on what happened Tuesday because yesterday was bananas. Like I was all over the place. Baby girl had a basketball game and I had to pick up some t-shirts for a t-shirt order and go to um, the fabric store to get some fabrics for some other stuff and start working on some sketches for this fashion show that I have coming up. So like I was like literally all over the place yesterday. So I'm bringing a recap on what happened Tuesday and then fat flashback Friday of course today being Friday yay I'm thinking like when was there a time in your life that something happened to you that made you feel like I don't want to use the basic word that life isn't fair kind of deal but something that happened to you that made you grow up a little bit more something that happened to you that made you feel like you know you needed to change some things in your life that you felt as if you didn't change them you know the same thing may continue to happen in your life. Things that made you see life differently. Something that may have caused you to be a better version of you and to mature a little bit. Um, Other than that situation with the cops, I know that having my children definitely made me grow up. So there was a life-changing situation again that happened that made me grow up more that made me look at life differently the fact that I just couldn't go out and party whenever I wanted to that I couldn't just spend my money however I wanted to that I had to be thinking about their future I had to think about the things that they needed that I could no longer be selfish now I have my moments where I I will take my paycheck and like hey you three have all that you need so mom's going to do something for herself. Mom's going to go get her nails done or mom's going to go get her toes done or whatever the case may be. But what has happened in your life that has caused you to rethink and restructure your life um, or and or made you think about others before you thought of yourself or alongside yourself? Something that happened in your life that you was like, you know what? I need to start thinking about other people you know, that may be going through this and figuring out how I can help them um, or anything of the nature. I know that we tend to find ourselves in situations, right? Like myself on Tuesday, where we're pissed off and then we don't take that energy and fuel it and put it in the right direction that we start to develop this hatred and this animosity towards you know 
people of a particular class or people of a particular race or what have you. Like, I'm still not fond of cops. And I know in my emotions, I was like, I hate cops. I hate them. But that's a really strong word when I have a lot of love in my heart for people, period. Like, I don't want to see anybody hurt. I even prayed for those cops because my thing is, at the end of the day, I could be wishing bad upon them and guess what all I'm doing is bringing that negative energy into my life all I'm doing is asking God for the negative to be in my life and that's not what I want so just like I said I was going to do for those cops I did I prayed for them I prayed for them that night I prayed for them the next day I prayed for them yesterday morning because at the end of the day they still wear a badge and we don't have enough people that are praying for and over our police officers to change their hearts if they have larceny in their hearts to think of people individually not to group us together to take each situation on a case-by-case basis no matter whether you know what the outcome is going to be or or not like you you have to take each situation into you know individually so again I did I prayed for those officers because I thought And I still feel in my heart that is the best thing that I can do for them. Um, I did talk to my dad and um, I asked him to, you know, talk to his friend who's the chief of police. And I talked to my mom eventually when I was not so wrapped up in my emotions. And she definitely (laughs) was glad that I did not talk to her at that moment because she would have been really upset. And I realized because my mom is like 900 some odd miles away from me to talk to her in that moment when I'm wrapped inside of my emotions would not have been you know the best outcome for her so with that being said I spoke with her about it yesterday no Wednesday night I talked to her about it and she was definitely in a different place in her mind being able to absorb what you know I was saying to her and then me not being so emotional as that has taken place and that has happened to me and this this that and the third she definitely was upset that you know in 2019 that her daughter had to deal with that Um, And I do still feel like there are people out there who are set up to um, relive the legacy of their forefathers and, you know, um, act out and play out what their fathers did, thinking that is the best way to live and the best way to survive and that they have made up in their mind who people are based on what the news show you because news has been taught I have a friend who went to school for journalism and she wanted to be a news anchor and she said that they teach us to give out all of the bad news and then to soften your hearts by the end but by that time you've been flooded with all of this bad news you've been flooded with all of these black people either being shot or killed or doing the killing or running away or what have you exposing the cops in a bad light you know exposing you know all of these different negative things and you get snippets of the positive stuff and it's so hard to look at the news 
and not come up with your own set judgment of how black people are, how Hispanics are, how Mexicans and Latinas and other immigrants and things of that nature are and to, that are here in the United States. It's just hard for you to just automatically not peg them to all be the same, which I think is BS because the news shouldn't do that. They should be informative of what is happening so everybody can be precautious. But at the same time, you should be given as much highlight to the positive as you do the negative. Like by the time the positive is on television everybody's at work and listening to the news and you've already started everybody's day jacked up with this horrible news right so we just have a lot of things that happen into that happens in society that just really kind of destroys the morale and destroys the connection between people. The United States is a melting pot of cultures and ethnicities and races and things of that nature. And we should be respecting and enjoying all of that because we could learn so much from each other. We could learn so many different cultures that we could, we would realize that all in all their thought processes and the same things that they are trying to acquire for their families and their children and themselves with their businesses and things of that nature are the same things that we are trying to acquire. We would also realize and be able to understand how they keep families close knit and how they, you know, learn to forgive and move on and things of that nature. I realize that in the United States, you know, we are so driven by the almighty dollar we are so driven by hating each other disrespecting each other not respecting each other's opinions and thought processes and ways of living that we would rather disconnect from them altogether have no um no connection with our families and that becomes a problem because there's no way for us to retrace our history we don't share with our children, you know, oh, well, we're connected to, you know, um, I'll use my cousin. For example, I don't get to talk to my cousin all of the time. Um, his name is James Gresham, right? So because we don't get to connect all of the time, it's important for me to share with my children that that is your second cousin, my first cousin, so that when they get older, they can share with their children, well, you know, our second cousins was this, 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 that, and the third. Our close cousins were this, 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 that, and the third. So there's a constant connection the more that we tear our own families apart and we look to others to be our family, you know, that's where the disconnect comes in from. Like for a long time, I didn't know that um, my Aunt Gloria was my great grandmother's sister. Like I was really confused. I just, you know, I just, I did not know. I, me calling her Aunt Gloria was just because that's what my mom told me but I really didn't know the connection I didn't realize that she was my grandmother's aunt which made her my mom's great aunt her my great great aunt and my children's you know we'll just say aunt 
three times removed, right? Children don't, now don't even understand what that means. Like, oh, well, that's your grandmother twice removed. Well, that means that um, my grandmother and my great-grandmother have passed away. So now she's my closest to grandmother that I have, if that makes sense. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, we just have to remember that um, every time we find ourselves in a situation, every time something happens in our life, every time there's something that's life altering, life changing, that we need to look at it. And how is it going to teach us a lesson and better us? How is it going to better our families, better teach our children what it is that we need? I know that um, we don't a lot of times we are unable to teach like our children financial literacy because we're in a position where we're not even financially set or capable of being able to um, be financial financially set, right? And then even with this shutdown that's happening right now, like families are struggling left and right. So where they were financially set and, and great, now they're using credit cards and pulling on their savings account and flushing out their 401k and borrowing money and taking out loans and things that they probably would have never done if Trump hadn't decided to do this governmental shutdown um, because he wants this wall that he promised we would get, you know, from the Mexicans paying for it. So, you know, it's just so many different things that um, happen and take place and destroy us and all kinds of stuff. I just, you know, urge you that whatever happens in your life to just definitely check it out. See if it um, is going to make you better. And I'm pretty sure if you look at the positive in the situation, in any situation, guess what's going to happen? It You're going to see where it makes you better and you're going to see where it has taught you a lesson. Today, y'all, has been Flashback Friday. I'm so thankful um, that you all tuned in to listen and, you know, catch up on the recap of what happened on Tuesday and, you know, hear the Flashback Friday. Let me just remind you, March 9th is the Build Your Empire um, networking event. It is the first annual one, so this will continue on and get better each year. If you are a business owner, you have a child that has their own business and or know anyone um, that has a business, definitely go over to the Facebook events and um, look at the event and go ahead and click the link and get your ticket. The vendor prices have changed down to $20. um, So that way it will be affordable for everyone to get it. We have 14 spots left available. Actually, I'm sorry. 12 spots left available so go ahead get your tickets and um be in there business information i will be sharing with you all um we are going to um have the connect magazine out there possibly well i'm gonna say i'm praying for them to come because they're such a busy magazine however Okay, so I'm back. So 
mine just completely drew a blank. Okay, yes. So, yes. So, make sure you get that um, information. Share it out and definitely be in there. Um, like I was saying, I'll be writing an article covering the um, event and submitting that article to the Connect magazine. So you definitely want to be out there so you can get some coverage on your business, promotion, things of that nature. You'll be able to connect with other business people so that they will be able to know about your business, things of that nature. Mary Kay Paparazzi has already been a filled slot. Um, so unfortunately, if you are a paparazzi vendor and or Mary Kay vendor, then, you know, that spot has already been filled. But stay tuned for the next one because, you know, you could be the first to get in there and um, fill that spot. Also, if you haven't started following me on Facebook, I have a business page, which is House of Lamore and or that on Instagram, which is the underscore House of Lamore. And then I have my personal page if you really want to connect with me and see all of the quirky, crazy stuff that I uh, post on Facebook, which is Chanel Patterson. So I look forward to connecting with you all. I look forward to having fun with you all. Thank you again for listening to the podcast and continuing to um, support me. I will be trying to again, do some interviews, as I mentioned before, and things of that nature. In order for some of those things to happen, I would greatly appreciate your support so that, you know, we can get those people in here and get more information to you and and helping you through whatever it is that you are needing help through. Again, this is the Be Easy Podcast, and this is your girl, Chanel. Have a safe and wonderful Friday. Don't forget to do your flashback Friday. Hugs and kisses.